Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To quote one John Locke, I hope I'm right, death, taxes, an embracer buying video games. Yeah. Okay, right. perfect. Nailed it. Historically accurate. Had to make sure uh, I had the name right, because I almost said Sean Locke, and that is somebody else. Well, doesn't matter. We're always right here at the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. It's a good pun, because we are always right here, and we are also always right here. <laughs> that was unintentional. I, I know. Didn't think that far ahead in but life. you nailed it. You did well. Claim the victory. Well, you know what they say. Clock uh, is right several times a day. <laughs> like these new releases. <laughs> Seamless segue. Moves it right along. No one even noticed. Number one, backpack hero for the PC. He's a backpack hero. hero. It stars in his eyes. It's a good song. It's a bad it is. it is. It's it's a real bang. I haven't listened to it in so long, but man. Every time it comes on my because uh, I have it on my phone, my playlist. Ah, yes, yes. Every time it comes on, I'm always like, damn man, this thing's like I don't know, like because you're so used to hearing it over the radio, you yes. know, cause, and it's just but once you have a, so once you have a crisp version of it. Yeah, you crisp with good head like you oh, headphones yeah. in, it's like this this is a pretty fucking good song. Yeah, it, it is one hundred percent now getting listened to after this while I'm playing WoW. Yeah, that's gonna good. be. I'm gonna be in a key. It's gonna be my vibe where I used to use Doom Eternal raid music. That's when I'm done with everybody else. And I just want to yeah. murder. Now it's just good vibes. That's like pump up music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets you. It's between out. that and the uh, I can't. Remember, I don't know who the name of the song is, but it's the World of Warcraft meme uh, from the South Park episode where they're doing "Live to Win." It's "Live to Win" is the name of the song. Paul Stanley, maybe. Live to win till you die. I have to hear the it. Last in your eyes. So that is the other pump up song, also because it's associated with Warcraft from that show, mm-hmm. from that episode. So it's just all it's right there. I also, at the same time, I was on my jukebox hero kick. I was on uh, World's Park kick. Oh, okay, all right. But that's kind of getting overplayed now because of Stranger Things. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of kind of ruins it for you. Uh, number two, Blo- uh, this is, we're on to number two. <laughs> <laughs> Blossom Tales 2, the Minotaur Prince for the PC and Switch. Number three, Roller Drome for the PC PlayStation. Number four, Tribes of Midgard, Xbox and the Switch. Num- 
number. Stop that. <laughs> stop it. Just, just stop doing that. All right, my tablet wants to freak out, so we're going to ignore it for a minute. Uh, number five, Way of the Hunter for the PC and PlayStation. I watched the review on that. Did it say Sark plus APL, just get it done? Uh, no, but so they I should. Like, I feel like it just should have. It is one of those games, and it got a, like the person reviewing it was like, it's actually a pretty good game if you're into this sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would expect the review to have been like memed on, basically. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just another cookie cutter hunter game. No, they they were like it's actually like uh, a little bit more intense of a hunting game than oh interesting you know it's it's in the same vein as uh what was the Sark APL one Call of the Wild Call of the Wild yeah same vein is it that that, that sounds it also sounds like a movie it does and a book maybe oh true definitely that Way of the Hunter. Uh, whatever. Hunter something Call of the Wild? Call of the Wild the subtitle, maybe? Hunting games. Oh, that's gonna... You're gonna get all the Cabela's most extreme dangerous hunts or whatever. While you look that up, number six, Catizens for the PC. Number seven, The Ascent Cyber Heist DLC. Number eight, Cursed to Golf, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. That might be the next game on my Switch. Okay. Because... I need a game on the Switch. I don't have anything. So that'll be it. All right. And we talked about it from uh, PAX East. Something thinks I'm also touching the... A lot of touching going on over there. A lot of touching and not the good kind. Number nine, RPG Time, The Legend of Right for the Switch. Number ten, Smash Boats, Waterlogged Edition. (laughs) Haha, get it? For the Xbox. Number eleven, Themesia. Or Timnesia, not sure how we want to go with that one yet, for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And number 12, Madden 23 for, you guessed it, everything except the Switch. Get wrecked. Switch. Wow, my phone is just being... What What is going on with the internets right now? Uh, I don't know. Did I don't you, know why. Not did, the internets, but like... Did just... you happen to find the answer before I kick it over to you for number one? <sighs> I mean, the answer is the hunter. Is, is it just the hunter? The hunter, Call of the Wild, I think is what it ah, is. Ah, that is the subtitle. Okay. I was like, I, I, yeah, I feel like that's not the main title. I think Call of the Wild is the subtitle. All right, all right. All right. Not crazy. Uh, Number one, Activision Blizzard said to the National Labor Relations Board that the Blizzard-Albany unionization vote should not be limited to QA employees. Activision's argument that all employees should be able to vote echoed those it made with Raven Software's QA department uh, campaign for unionization earlier this year. When Raven Software's? Uh, However, in this instance, the publisher is specifying the teams that work on Diablo which is a major project for the Albany support studio. The company's legal counsel, 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 there you go, Matt, even showed trailers and gave details about the game to the National Labor Relations Board during the hearing. An anonymous Blizzard Albany employee told the Washington Post that it was, quote, darkly ironic, end quote, that staff are not allowed to mention their work on the game until it is released, but the company can use examples of this work during the hearing. It is weird. That is, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's almost like a smoke and mirrors type thing. Like, Well, I mean, 
as always also a little bit of rules for thee not for me yeah yeah uh number two we're moving right along speaking of diablo blizzard has confirmed that there won't be any form of loot boxes or pay to win elements in diablo 4 as part of an in-depth look at its live service and monetization plans in a recent document the company shared that the title will be a full price game that will also include a premium battle pass and a cosmetic shop at launch the items available in both of these will not offer any pay for power options while the premium battle pass will focus solely on aesthetic items a free tier will allow players to unlock items organically without buying the premium upgrade. It'll also include gameplay boosts that all players can unlock that can be used to level up new characters, for example. The title will also feature a shop where players can spend in-game currency on skins and other cosmetics, but these will also offer no gameplay advantage and will not be completely exclusive to the premium content. Okay. Yeah. Strong feelings? Don't care? No, I don't have any strong feelings. I won't buy a Battle Pass for Diablo. That is just straight up not happening. I will buy Diablo, and I will play Diablo, and I will get whatever I can from the free tier and enjoy it. And that's about all I stand for. Yeah, I'm entertaining the idea of getting it, but I like when there's cosmetic things, um, I don't know. Like I generally, I just don't care. Like I'm not like, I have no interest. I like certain in, cosmetic things, yeah. but Diablo is a game where I don't care. WoW yeah. cosmetics and Diablo cosmetics are two different things. And even WoW cosmetics, like the actual armor pieces that you can buy, where it's like, oh, make your helm look like this. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Now, I get a mount different. Yeah. I get a pet different. But actually just make your armor look a certain way, not usually. I don't care. Um, and same for Diablo. If they're like, oh, yeah, you can make your person look like this. I'm like, I don't really care. But if you give me a sweet little pet, like they have pets in three now that run around and like pick up all the gold for you and everything. They're just gold. gold. Just gold. So it's just like perfect. I don't have to walk over it. The pet will run around and do it. It's like, yeah. If you give me a sweet little pet and I can buy that for five, ten bucks, as long as the pet's really cool, I might do that. But I don't care about like actual armor or anything. Yeah. I mean, with the amount of effects that are going to be on the screen, I'm not going to see myself anyway. <laughs> no. Some people are up in arms about it, but, you know, everyone's got to complain about something, which is life. I, it, and part of that is probably a mortal fear. A mortal fear. Yeah. True. It's hard to, like... It's, them... hard, it, it's hard to do that and then say, trust us. Trust us. Yeah. Trust us. Yeah. It's like, but you just... <laughs> It's going to be a, I, I do, yeah, it's probably going to be a bait and switch somewhere, but whatever. Like, you're trying to get an answer out of somebody, right? And you have three, it's, it's the old joke, if you have three people in a room and you're interrogating them in all the movies, and yeah. the guy's got a gun that's doing the interrogation. Yeah. And he's like, you just tell me the answer, and you're the one that gets to live. Yeah. And so he's the one tells the answer, and then he just shoots that person. Yeah. And then the other two, he's like, all right, so whichever one of you tells me the answer, you get to live. And they're like, you just, he told you. And then you, you shot him. You gave him the same deal. I don't know. <laughs> what made, what? Are you an idiot? <laughs> uh. And then, as it would happen in this situation, the guy with the gun is Blizzard. Uh, the fans are the ones asking, are you an idiot? And then in order to resolve the situation, they just shoot both of them. Mm. And so Blizzard has now removed its fans. <laughs> problem solved. Exactly. Fans are the problem. <laughs> Uh, number three, Asmodee Digital has announced a new name change, has announced a name change to Twin Sales Interactive. 
as well as a change in its business strategy. The publisher is best known for putting out digital versions of classic board games, but going forward, it'll focus more on, quote, original experiences combining indie AA titles on premium platforms alongside industry-leading partners, end quote. The newly renamed firm also announced two new games, News Tower, a tycoon management title from Studio Null Games, and Aberial Dreams, a 2D physics-based platformer from Lumarama. Some names going on there. Double A is always a weird, yeah. Weird I mean, navigation field. It really is, and you don't see it used too often. Although I have been seeing it used more often. Which I'm wondering if that is a attempted delineation of budgets, where they're like, we're not indie because we're not three people in a farmhouse. We're not triple A because everybody that's triple A is rolling in dough. And yeah. Like, no, we're just kind of we're double A. Just. Just yeah. know what to expect. We're middling. Yeah. We're high, eh? <laughs> yeah. Basically, video games are reaching the MLB farm system. Yeah. Yeah. But without the cool names. Right. No Rocket City Trash Pandas out here. That'd be a good studio name. That would. That being said, News Tower, I, I don't even want to know. News Tower. Do you, do, you, you vote, do you vote a level of it to fake news? Yeah, that's what I was, was going to go the same route. It was immediate. It was immediate. <laughs> it's the easiest joke in the book. Number four, Embracer has announced five acquisitions this week, totaling roughly $770 million. Whoa. What the fuck? These guys. These guys. Rolling in the dough. Crazy. Crazy. I just don't know where they're making money. That's the best part. I love it. I love this entire sequence. It's just hysterical to me. Uh, plus one unannounced acquisition. Ooh. Ooh. Amazon. <laughs> Whoa. For an aggregated upfront purchase price of $576 million, bringing your grand total to $1.3 in change. Among the purchases, Embracer entered an agreement to acquire Middle Earth Enterprises, which has owned the IP rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit for over 50 years. Embracer said that the acquisition may also include, quote, matching rights in other Middle Earth-related literary works authorized by the Tolkien Estate and HarperCollins, which have yet to be explored, end quote. Embracer also acquired Collector's Edition's publisher Limited Run, with the transaction also including the company's, quote, 40% ownership in the joint venture Super Deluxe Games in Japan that will source more games to Limited Run on the Western market and provide a channel to sell Limited Run's catalog to one of the strongest markets in the world of physical games. Whoo! (laughs) (laughs) It's about to get worse. Singtrix, which provides vocal processing effects technology for karaoke, gaming, and entertainment, was also part of the buying spree. The Singtrix deal was done by Embracer's newest division, Free Mode. Free Mode will focus its operating activities in the retro, classic, and heritage gaming category, as well as investing in iconic gaming and entertainment properties. Embracer also announced the acquisition of Killing Floor and man-eater developer Tripwire Interactive and its publishing arm Tripwire Presents, as well as teardown developer Tuxedo Labs, both via its subsidiary Saber Interactive. And if any of that says anything to you, just know, hey, they own a lot of shit. They do own a lot of shit. Most importantly, the Middle-Earth stuff. Which we're going to go into, so... See what I'm doing there? Uh, Maybe, speaking of Embracer still, this one's kind of weird. Weta Workshop 
is developing a new game based on Middle Earth and the liter- literary works of J.R.R. Tolkien, with Take-Two label Private Division handling publishing duties. Weta is known for special effects work on films such as Dune and Avatar, as well as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. In 2014, it created a games development division and is now working on its first, first major title. Uh, no detail, details have been given other than the title will be set in the Middle Earth universe and that the licensor responsible for handling rights around Tolkien's liter- literary works has granted Weta, quote, the broadest creative license to interpret the underlying lore of the games, end quote. So this made me dig into, we've done this before, we've talked about it before. Yeah, because Lord of the Rings has had a game in the process for each year of the last three and a half. Yep. Which, it made me dig into the whole rights thing of Lord of the Rings. Oh, God, is it worse than Star Wars? Yes. Oh. All right, so here we go. For reference, the Lord of the Rings rights are a mess. Uh, Middle Earth Enterprises, which now Embracer owns... Um, they have the worldwide rights to films, video games, board games, merchandise, theme parks, and stage productions relating to the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. But Which is a lot. Yes. But the publishing rights to the books aren't included. They remain with the Tolkien Estate, Tolkien Estate and publisher HarperCollins. The licensing rights to Tolkien's other Middle-Earth works, uh, the Silmarillion, and the Unfinished Tales of Numenor and Middle-Earth are also still controlled by the estate and HarperCollins. Although Embracer says it now owns matching rights to these works, which basically means if someone tries to buy them, they immediately get the option to match that offer and they get the rights. I like it. That That is what we call uh, in the sports world is a qualifying offer. Qualifying offer, okay. There you go. Uh, Amazon owns the TV rights, which also is, gets a little convoluted because, um, they own the rights to TV shows that are eight episodes longer or more. So I guess if someone wanted to make a TV show with less than eight episodes, then they could do that. Like, uh, I guess Embracer could do that. Um, Middle Earth Enterprises claims that the movie rights reverted back to them in 2021 because Warner Brothers wasn't actively developing any movies, but they just greenlit a Lord of the Rings animated movie, uh, so that'll be an upcoming legal battle I'm sure we'll hear about. And basically, Embracer said that Middle Earth Enterprises has uh, a financial stake, I think is what they said, in basically every single Lord of the Rings project we know of. Because they like listed them all out, right? They're like they, we have a financial. So basically, you know, they mine. They are getting a percentage of whatever. Yeah, Return to Moria, yeah. The show, yep. Which they did. They mentioned the show specifically as, and they are, they're getting some sort of payout for that. So now we know how they're getting paid. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Partially. that's that's so not, not enough to fund a one point three billion purchasing swing, I guess, but. The other interesting part to this was these rights were being shopped around and the rumor, well, analysts thought that it would go for $2 billion. Okay. And the rumor is that it went for, so this is the the part, I've seen these numbers thrown around, the 770 and the 576. I think what the actual situation is, 
is the total total is seven seventy. And I think the five seventy six is what they paid for the Lord of the Rings rights. Oh. That's my what I have put together from what I've read. I don't know, like obviously it's it's you know, hearsay and people saying so and so, but they uh they definitely underpaid compared to what you know some people thought the rights were going to go for yeah and i think the caveat probably there is the the split for the books that and the legal minefield that the lord of the rings rights are yeah like listen i'll pay you for the rights and i'll start fighting the battle but jesus yeah I'm taking the legal fees off the top of yeah. the asking <laughs> price. Well, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, something further down the road. Number six. Paradox Interactive has announced its new indie publishing branch, Paradox Arc. Announcing the initiative on Twitter, it said the label will focus on publishing efforts to bring deep, endless, and replayable games from smaller development teams to our existing audience and the world. Paradox Arc has already unveiled its debut title, a deck-building game called Across the Obelisk. The title, developed by DreamSight Games, was in early access on Steam for a year and is out now. Out now. Right now. Um, number seven, Nexus Mods has banned a user who posted a mod for Spider-Man Remastered that removed pride flags from the game's version of New York City. The news post on their website was surprisingly refreshing with explaining the move, so check it out. Here's a little snippet. Quote, if you feel something that goes against our policy, if you feel something goes against our policy, then please report it. However, we will be the educator. Oh my God. You're doing great. I am. I'm like having a hard time tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> Adjudicators on what we do or do not think is appropriate for Nexus mods. And that goes for everyone, no matter where they stand, left, right, up, or down. We don't want to and won't argue this with you. We've now explained our stance and we won't be providing a platform for you to distort our position in order to feed an irrational or and paranoid narrative. You can do that elsewhere where we won't care enough to read it. If this policy upsets you, if we've broken some immoral code of conduct as a business that you can't accept, then please delete your account, the bottom option, and move on, as will we. Um, the whole the whole thing, I read the whole thing uh, randomly, I think this morning or yesterday morning, and I was like, damn, that was good. <laughs> it's just the fun, just the fun dismantling. Yeah, basically, it's just like, you know what? This is dumb. Uh, it was someone troll. They they broke it down. They like gave you all the facts. They said what they did. They said why they're gonna do it, where their stance is, and they're like, if you don't like it, fuck off. And I was like, that was like the most like clear cut like stance and like fair reasoning. I just appreciate the ending of like just delete your account. Yeah, delete your account. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they even said too like so the. The meat of it essentially is that someone used what they call a sock puppet account. Uh, ghost a, account. Yep, a ghost account. And they were like, you know what? If the person had used their main account and uploaded it, we would have contacted and said, hey, this isn't cool. We're going to take the we're going to take this mod down and we would have left their account, account intact. But yeah. because they used the ghost account, now both of them are getting their ghost account and their main account is getting banned. 
And I was like, oh, sweet. Like someone who actually explains their reasoning. And it's like, oh, man, weird. Yeah. So. In my 2022. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, number eight. Kotaku has released a piece on misconduct at Nintendo of America. Kotaku spoke with 10 people who worked for Nintendo at various points of the past decade who detailed various stories of sexual harassment and gender discrimination at a company they said limited career advancement opportunities for women. Additionally, the report highlighted the power imbalance between full-time staffers and contractors, saying promotions to full-time work were given based on favoritism, with the head of the product testing department routinely making inappropriate advances toward women working under him. According to Kotaku, Nintendo of America President Doug Bowser sent an email to employees acknowledging the claims on August 16th, the same day the report was released. In the message, Bowser stresses that the company is taking the allegations seriously, stating, quote, We have and will always investigate any allegations we become aware of, and we are actively investigating these most recent claims, end quote. Another. I mean, it's... What do you... Like, it... Desensational, de uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Desensitized. Thank you to this stuff now. Same. I this this one could have been a lot longer, and I caught it. I cut out a shit ton of stuff because I was just like, you know what? At this point, because we're all the same. Multiple things. You're going back over the past decade. Yep. So I'm already tuned out. Yep. Like I know that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but if you'd said over the last six months, boom, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Over the last decade, I'm like, all right, yeah, that's not surprising that there's a bad actor somewhere in the last ten decades or the last ten years. Yep, and you know, uh, we were the the one thing I don't. It, I'm sure this is written just in a different way, but the the power imbalance between full time staffers and contractors. The way I usually understand that is, you are a staff member. Or you are a person hired to just be there to do the thing. That was like... So I'm assuming they mean it more from like a harassment power imbalance and not a... I would You're hope. temporarily hired, so like, yes, you have no power technically. Yeah, I would hope. Because it'd be common sense that full-time staff would have more authority and say than yeah. a contractor. So I, I'm assuming that's from the harassment angle. Mm-hmm. And then I, what also caught me was the... The statement, all like they sent out an email to employees acknowledging the claims, and the same day the report was released. Which I'm assuming that all these media companies, especially Kotaku, go about this the same way, where they send the report essentially to the company and ask for comment, and they get no comment, and they post the the article. Yeah, I'm assuming that's like I I don't know. I assume that's like some sort of journalism etiquette, but I don't know if that's. I think it depends on the. On, on the, the content journalist plus content plus company yeah like if they're bad-blooded they might not do it anyway yeah uh i don't think that's the case here but it's the it's the part where it's like okay so were these do you have proof of these being raised beforehand and them neglecting it that now you're making it public and now they're saying that they acknowledge it like is that the case because that's that's, that's different. different yeah than them getting blindsided by a report that's getting coming out now and being like, you, well, I never saw what you're talking. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Shit. So. Yeah. Just, it's just a lot to, there's always a lot to take in. Yeah. 
So that's it for the main news. We're we're into the short stuff now. There wasn't a lot this week that was like hardy news articles. No, and I mean even the hardy ones. Like the the hardiest thing is that Embracer was just on a purchasing spree, and what yeah. does it all mean? And it's like, well, we kind of know what it means, and it just it's it's not about its immediate purchasing thing. It's about mm-hmm. the future. Yep. Yep. It's not like an Activision Blizzard getting bought, and then you're like, oh, what does it immediately mean? Because that does have consequences over the next two years. Which, I, that's one of our short things we're going to talk about for that, that whole arrangement. Crazy. Uh, number one, the PC release of Marvel Spider-Man is the second biggest PC launch for a PlayStation title so far. Uh, Got a war? The, uh, it, the title hit 66,436 peak concurrent players over the weekend. Number one's oh. got a war. Okay, yeah, that's I. I that's what I, my guess was because yep. they're the two most appealing with Horizon being third. Yep, Days Gone not happening. What was number? I think Horizon was number three. I would assume that was three, and then a mix between Days Gone and Death Stranding. Maybe. Which okay. Death Stranding? Yep, it's on here. Okay, all right. Unity announced that I'm it will. Just, I'm segueing myself. That's everywhere. fine. That's cool. You do you. <laughs> it's fine, bro. It's fine, man. It's cool. Unity announced that it will not be accepting App Lovin's unsolicited offer of a merger in order to go ahead with a previously announced deal with Iron Source. It added that App Lovin's offer would not have fulfilled an exit clause in the deal with Iron Source because it did not meet the criteria to be considered a superior proposal. App Lovin's still just too funny of a name. Yeah. The, that All that. According to Microsoft, Sony's PlayStation 4 sold twice as many units than Microsoft's Xbox One system during the last console generation. Uh, The documents also showed that during the years of 2020 and 2021, global digital console game distribution was led by Sony... With 50 to 60% market share. Would not have suspected that one. It's a lot. And also, even the PS4 selling twice as many Xbox Ones is... It's a bigger spread than I would have thought. Like We knew it was bad. Yeah. It's just but worse. That, yeah. That is much worse than what I would have thought. And I feel like that kind of stamps out any sort of resistance to the Activision Blizzard thing. It should. Yeah. Because Especially again, considering a, PlayStation's arguments. Yeah. Like, oh, well, they're not. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Do you not see this chart? Uh, you idiot. Basically. I feel like that's just both all the lawyers. Yeah. You idiot. You idiot. You idiot. <laughs> the PlayStation lawyers are probably like, ah, we're getting paid anyways. Meanwhile, Nintendo's in the corner looking the window. <laughs> uh, okay. There's a Disney and Marvel game showcase happening at Disney's D23 Expo. Do you know what the D23 is? Like, where does that name come from? I feel like I ask this all the time. Do you know? D23. I don't get why their expo is called D23. I never knew. Okay. I'd like to go come up with a reason. I I just uh, it's the amount of oh man that joke I can't say uh, was it going to be a Nazi joke yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a bad one uh, the showcase will take place Friday September 9th 
and will feature reveals, announcements, and trailers. The PC and console version of Little Morpheus has been given a new release date of September 13th. Uh, Developed by the Chinese Room, the comedic game features several references to Soviet Russia, with players guiding a Soviet cosmonaut on a journey to the center of the Earth. Which is, it was delayed because of the Ukraine war. Uh, NVIDIA is upgrading its GeForce Now game streaming service to support 1440p resolution at 120 FPS in a Chrome or Edge browser. That was, dude, so this is available on their RTX 3080 tier. I hate this. They... They have their tiers that they've named after their video cards. Okay. And it just is so confusing. Because, like, I'm trying to read it, and I'm like, so do I? Have, do you have to have an RTX 3080 to get this tier? And I'm, like, trying to make sense of it. And apparently they call it the RTX 3080 tier because they're, the performance is, like... They're marketing it as like, you know... Optimized performance. Like, the RTX 3080 is plugged into every single one of our GeForce Now servers. Uh, but really, it's like you get the same performance as an RTX 3080. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, it's annoying. The Cult of the Lamb has sold one million games in its first week. Hell yeah. And there was a review on NPR, which... Weird. Mind-boggling. It was cool, but mind-boggling to me. Was what did you listen to the review? Yeah, because like I, other than other than the fact that you said you heard it, I don't remember if you said that it was like a good review. Yeah, or that it yeah, was it was like, a good review. Okay, it was a good review, and they were just discussing like what the concept of the game is and basic game mechanics and like, um, you know, the nature of the game. Basically, it's still so funny to me that's on NPR. That's what I'm saying. I was like just driving home, and then they were like, you know, talking about. What did they say? They they like made some allusion to it, like some some reference to it, and I'm like, are they about to talk about Cult of the Lamb? And then they're like, you know, the game review of Cult of the Lamb, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's but, funny because for me, as not an NPR listener, yeah, I I just get to do the that doesn't match up with what I think that does, and then the best part, you as an NPR listener, goes that doesn't match up with what. <laughs> Uh, they have been getting younger hosts and stuff like that, and they've well, been... I mean, younger by what? Not about to die? <laughs> no, like they're they no longer younger nine? than us, probably. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, they're they're oh, like. So, wait, are they royal douche canoes then? Probably. No, they're not like, bad. Just, like, I mean, super proper. You know what I mean? That that level of like the younger like show up to work in a suit and they're like, oh yes, today we're going to discuss. Yeah, politics. actually, and I'm like, oh, I hate all of you. Kind of. I mean, they do do uh, they do pop culture stuff sometimes, so like that's a little bit different. But some what's of those funny? Are, some of those people though are cringy versus douche canoe. Yeah. What's funny though is the, like the established older uh, people on NPR that like you you would recognize their voices that type of thing. Um, they've started to give less fucks as far as like when they are interviewing people or they're talking about a topic. They've started to drop like the whole like news facade where they're just like, all right, like what's really going on here? Like, or like they'll like straight up call out people on bullshit now. And I'm like, they're getting kind of like, they're getting some teeth now. I don't know if it's these young people they're bringing in or what, but just, just a little bit of bleed over. Yeah. They just, it's like, Hey, quit 
pussyfooting around the question. Yeah, they're like, quit Ask dicking him. me around. It's not what I'm asking. And it's like, okay. Not really literally that, but you get the point. <laughs> quit tugging my dick and give me the answer <laughs> I want, eh? Uh, <laughs> I, don't why, I don't know why NPR became New York Radio. But <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess let's move on. Death Stranding is coming to PC Game Pass on August 23rd. So, you know, you can finally play. The partnership begins. So it does. Six years early. That's about the next time you're going to see a Kojima game. That's interesting. I'm I'm curious about the back, the how that contract and stuff works because Death Stranding was published by Five Hundred Five Games, I think. Yeah, but it's obviously PlayStation Engine and financed, I guess. Yeah, I mean partnered so. with as an ex- or at least you know console exclusive. Mm-hmm. Sega Genesis Mini 2 will be out October 27th. Oh, I can't wait. I'm lining up at midnight for that. <laughs> Slime Ranch. I have to see what games are on there. There's 60 games on it. So. Oh, that's better than the 30. Slime Rancher 2 will it release. Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Uh, Slime would, you buy, would you buy it just for Echo the Dolphin? It depends on how much it is and what else is on it. I don't think I would blind be like, you know, if it's like full, full committed $60 game, dollar a game. For the console and everything, so dollar a game. Echo and, the Dolphin. I don't know. I think and there, 59 other titles. There, I think there would have to be something else on there as okay. well. All right. That's fair. I mean, listen, I understand that mentality, and I think that is the correct choice. Yeah. Because if you told me you liked Echo the Dolphin so much you were about to drop $60 on it, I'd question I don't like Echo the Dolphin. It's just that thing. It's like that one video game thing in my life that's just like, every once in a while, I'll think about how, like, I didn't know what to do in that game, and I'll just fucking infuriate. I've me. never played it. I, it's that's fine. That's how much I know I'm about not, it. I just know to make the joke of Echo the fucking Dolphin existing. I don't know if it's even a hard game. I just I think I was just young. Too I think young there's a for second it. one. Yeah, there is. I think I was just too young it's, for it. It's one of those where I've right, made enough I'm jokes like, I about it this. that Here's I feel like I need to buy it and have it in the little collection here. With absolutely no frame of reference, but I made enough references to echo the fucking dolphin. Is that what I think it is? Um, I pulled up the list, and then I got sidetracked because I saw a game, and I'm not you sure know, if it's what I think it is. It's just shiny. It is what I think it is. Okay. Just shiny I'm yourself? buying this game, this thing. <laughs> okay. So wait. <laughs> 60 games. It's a Sega. Uh, Crazy Taxi? No. How much is this thing? Am I gonna be able to? Am I gonna be able to guess what the game is? No. Oh, Desert Strike: Return to the Gulf. It's a fucking. Oh my god! It's a fucking Gulf War game. Helicopter game. Oh, was it around the same time like the Black Hawk Down game came out? I think it was before that. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see here. SOCOM. Probably before. It's. it's... Oh no! It definitely was before SOCOM. But I mean, like, just all that era of. Oh, let's see here. Anything catching my eye? Rolling Thunder 2. Uh, first off, Echo the Dolphin's not on here. So. Well, because I think it's on the first one. Mm, that might be why. Maybe but then, check then, out but the then first Echo one. the Dolphin 2 on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Streets of Rage 3 is on here. Wait, Super is Rolling, Rolling Thunder, is that... Rolling the, Thunder 2 is on here. Is that the boat game? I don't know. Or is that Wave Thunder? Wave, wave Thunder? The, you know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's... The uh, arcade cabinet. Yeah, it's something with Thunder, and it's not Rolling Thunder, though. It's, uh, 
Might be Wave Thunder. You might be right there. Wave Thunder, Thunder Wave, Thunder Cunt. That's a. That oh, a, wait. I take that back. I, Echo the Dolphin is on here. Oh, perfect. And also Echo the Tides of Time, which is the second one. Oh, my gosh. We're three games in. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's on there. Four. I mean, there's there's more. I just skipped a bunch of them because I'm not going to read. Virtual Racing. Uh, Splatterhouse 2. Sonic 3D Blast. I've, I'm going to be so... Somebody's yelling at me right now. Wave Crash? No. Wave Thunder? Space no. Harrier. Somebody is yelling the name of this arcade game. I can tell you right now. Screaming it at me. And I just can't hear them. Because Space this was pre-recorded. That's fucking hilarious. Boat. Um, how much is this thing? Oh my god. I don't know about that. $150? Uh, with shipping, it would be $122. Oof. I don't know. That's, that's a lot. Wait, they adjusted the price. Okay. 80. 100. Okay. That's still, I still think it's high for what you're yeah. asking. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think 80 to 85 was about your sweet spot. Yeah. It's, it's, it'll depend on how, if I ever, how in the mood I get that I need something like, you know I what f- I mean? I found the game. Okay. What? What the boat game? You're gonna be pissed. Okay. It's obvious. It start when the game starts up. It says it. Oh, it says. Uh... <laughs> oh, what does it say? And for reference, a vintage cabinet costs three thousand dollars. That's not terrible. No. And it's enough where I'd be like, I could fit that in this house. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's close enough to where it'd be like, mm, working too? I think that, yeah, I think it was working. I want to say it's like Nitro Thunder, but it's Ooh, not. Ooh, you're close. It's like. You're close. It's, I know. It's. What is it? Hydro Thunder. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> All right. It's more water. break. <laughs> It's water, man. More Embracer. She's <laughs> can't get away from them. Did they buy us now? In their, I wish. In their earnings call, they said... That we'd be $2 in a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> Good deal. Still signed. <laughs> Still signed. Who are you bought by, huh? Uh, quote, One of the group's AAA projects has transitioned to another studio within the group. This was done to ensure the quality bar is where we need it to be for the title. Uh, the ind- industry insiders are assuming that that's the Kodor remake being handed to Saber Interactive from Aspire. The that's in- going. That remake's going great. The interesting thing was, I didn't keep the quote going, but the rest of the quote said, uh, we don't expect a material delay. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I just but they've already I just it. shrugged. So they've I already deleted it. I mean, I think they're going I think I think what they are work playing here is that they never officially Ah, I see. I see. So, so like, there was never a release date. What are you talking about? Hey, hey, I'm walking. Hey, I'm a pizza. It's not time. <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> you go to New York and I lose my mind. <laughs> talk about talk about the time I can't do that. Tuesday. That's true. Walking <laughs> walking in from the stadium. Hey, hey. <laughs> what you say, Pat? <laughs> League of Legends Worlds 2022 are happening. The tournament will be in various North American cities from September 29th till November 5th. Uh, tickets go on sale November 8th with tickets for the finals going on sale September 29th. The play-in round is in um, Mexico City. And then I think the next... There's, it's there's all two, over. There's two stages in New York City. Yep. There's one stage in uh, another East Coast city. Fuck, I can't remember which one it is. But then there's uh, a stage in on the West Coast. I want to say San Francisco. San Francisco is the final. Yeah. And then there's another East Coast city one, and I can't remember what, what it is. I couldn't tell you. I looked at it initially, and I was like, all right. And now it's been so long since they first announced it. Yeah. I forgot. It'd be cool to go. I only play league. If I play league, I only just hop in and play like an ARAM or two just to get my bloodthirst on, and then I stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still watch LCS, the European yeah. or the North American circuit, uh, and I watch Worlds because Worlds is always a sweet, uh, awesome time. I, I'll watch almost any international tournament of any game, even if I don't. I don't play Dota. What are, watch, what are ticket prices like for something? I don't like know. That. I have I, no idea. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll check that out and then let you um, let you people know. But it it it'd be one of those ones where like it'd be a cool environment to just be in mm-hmm. and just kind of vibe and go down there watch a game and then leave. Yeah, uh, I have no stake in the race. I don't think NA ever has a chance in any of this stuff. Usually Korea and China who go teams, but the uh, um, but it it just again it'd be cool to always you know. Go to any of those events that are large crowd things like that, where it's just kind yeah. of a cool vibe. Because I mean, 
until you go, you really don't know what to expect, like what the vibe is or like. Yeah, it's like sure you're watching at home and you can see everything and it's like whatever. But then it's like you don't you don't have that necessary that same energy that's in the building when everything's going off. Yeah. Um, Elden Ring has sold just under 17 million copies in six months. Damn. Yeah. That's can't wait for game of the year votes because yeah. everything else got delayed. That's a leaving fucking, it alone. I don't, I don't know if there's ever been a bigger shoe in than 2019. Cause there, maybe it was 19 where it was like a question mark of like, what even is the now? Like, yeah, I guess. But I think I feel like nineteen was what's even the I don't know if that's that's right. But there was that one year I want to say it was nineteen because it was after eighteen where it was like God of War, Red Dead, and then it came yeah. to nineteen and everybody was like I, what? F- I don't know. I guess yeah, whatever. some weird one, I think. Yeah, but now this is one where it's like There's okay, just Elden Elder Ring. Elden Ring and Yeah. What else do you even nominate? Stray. Answer Which... my own question. Stray Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sniper Elite Five, and it's even notice, then. It's notice, like, notice, I've, I just games I've played. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be riots. Um, do you want over under right now? Fortnite gets nominated for Game of the Year. I'm, I'm gonna. We got three months. I'm gonna go under. So you're gonna say no? No. I'll say yes. Okay. So, uh, Bookie, mark that down. I got yes on Fortnite getting nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. That would be nuts. And I agree with Matt. There will be riots. <laughs> A, an army of gamers <laughs> will march on the Game Awards. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, like, if it won, there'd be riots. If it gets nominated, there'll be riots. Because if it gets nominated, it'll win. That's the issue. It's too big. The Elden Ring players are not a big enough swell to stop the Ritalin up 12-year-olds from voting for Fortnite too much. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Did I offend too many 12-year-olds? I'm not sure. Uh, Game of the year for 2019 was Sekiro. Shadows die twice. Okay, yeah. Do we want to... I'll check 2020. 2020 was the argument between Last of, Last, Last of Us and... Uh, but I disagreed with Last of Us because it should have been Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So it must have been 2019. No. Well, 2021 was pretty bad. Because that was It Takes Two. Oh, yeah. twenty Yeah, 21 and 19, I feel like, were kind of just like, whatever. Because mm-hmm. even Sekiro was like, yeah, okay, cool, good game. But like there was no standout in the category. Yeah. There, there wasn't a standout, and there wasn't, like, two giants going against each other. Yep. Uh, an Amazon listing for Dead Island 2 popped up with a release date of February 4th. Yeah, I'm not going to believe that. Yep. That's show, me the, show me the trailer. That's maybe. a wise move. Maybe, maybe a trailer before we're doing release dates? Uh, just a thought. Maybe. Don't get, don't get ahead of yourself. I, I mean, know. you just need to make your Goat Simulator trailer and be done with it. It's not hard. Sony may be working on their own PC launcher. A reference to PlayStation PC launcher was found in the PC version of Marvel Spider-Man. No, thank you. I mean, it's it's one of those where I go, okay, maybe, but are they just going to do it where it's a, like, you can buy it on Steam, it comes with that little installer, and then it launches that to launch that in order to, like, run things in the background. Or, like, you could sync up your PlayStation account type of thing. Yeah. If you wanted, if you had a cloud save on your console. 
And then when you started playing Spider-Man, you could sync up to it. The only thing I could see it being meaningful is like the syncing of your PlayStation account. Or if they're going to do like a PC Game Pass-esque thing with PlayStation's let's not pu- Let's not push it. They they don't even know how to incorporate their own console level one. No, that that's it's terrible. the PC one in order to get access to it. You'd have to what is the top tier? A hundred dollars a year right now? I don't know. It's fucking dumb. Whatever. Well, it yeah, is. So whatever the top tier is, plus thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, Guild Wars Two is coming to Steam on August twenty third. Celebrating its ten year anniversary this week. Ten years, yeah. Guild Wars Two, ten years. And I started the game when it came out. I stopped it immediately. And I reminisce about Guild Wars 1, which is even fucking older. We're old. We are old. We're very old. I I keep seeing all these like news articles about new MMOs coming out. And I'm like, I've never heard of any of these. The funny thing, I'm wondering what year it is. 2009? I don't know. 2009 went on the front cover of Game Informer. I'm looking at Guild Wars 2 like, ooh, man, I can't wait for the sequel to this bad boy. Hey! <laughs> WoW is still releasing expansions. Where you got one of those coming out. Right Fucking here. WoW 2 got canceled. Because everybody thought Project was Titan, Titan was supposed to be WoW 2. And in theory, that was the whole like rumor of like, they've, Blizzard's been working on this massive project called project Titan, Titan. And nobody knows what Titan is. And then Titan's just fucking Overwatch. Yeah. Because they canceled Titan seven years into it. I was gonna ask when you said "Wow, too." What I was kind of like, "What was that project called again?" And then you were like, "Project Titan." Yep, and there it was. I remember that was uh, that was a, that was like the thing for six years. Yep, that was the like, oh, you want to talk about deep nerd shit, man? Have you heard of Project Titan and all the leaks that are coming out of that? And you're like, mm-hmm. you could talk about any anyone bring up any MMO, and everyone would be like, Project Titan, though. Yeah, man, who knows? <laughs> These guys that did WoW, like, what are they cooking up? They're cooking up another one? Oh, nobody's going to hold a candle to that. <laughs> it's just all it was. It was just a bunch of jerk-off conversations. <laughs> and you know what? I was there for all of that. Uh, yeah, I was too. Uh, it looks and, like... I, and I still am. <laughs> <laughs> still bitter about it. Uh, <laughs> it looks like Helldivers 2 is a thing. Ten seconds of an unreleased trailer was leaked online. The trailer indicated it was being published by PlayStation, so probably another exclusive. If this isn't subtitled like Dive Harder. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a missed opportunity. Helldivers 2 Dive Harder. I'm <laughs> Helldivers 2 more hell. I don't know. Helldivers 2 Dive Deep. Um <laughs> Helldivers 2 Level nine. That's <laughs> just all this. Going by prolific. Hell Divers Two. Satan's asshole. <laughs> hell Divers Two. The Infinite Ring of Hell, aka the Sphincter. Hell Divers Two. Doom Eternal. <laughs> it's all, the best part. It's called Hell Divers, but like when we played the game, there's nothing even close. No. There's no There's hell. no demon slaying. No, it's just You're mostly slaying your friends yep. because they don't lay down in front of you when you shoot them in the back of the head. Yeah. Hard game. <laughs> the funny thing is, yeah, it's a hard game because you're playing with morons. That's, yeah. It's not hard for the reasons you think it is, but it's still hard. It's hard like Overcooked is hard. Yeah. Overcooked itself, it's not hard. It's harder than Overcooked because it's less forgiving. Right. 
overcooked, you can't actually pull out a gun and murder your teammate, which might, in certain situations, make overcooked easier. <laughs> Did you see the thing going around the that scroll with a gun game? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've I saw that gif a, a long time ago. Yeah, it's, it was just somebody on Twitter was like, "I'm working on like, I I saw it. It was a uh, you've like tweets like this, so it's yeah. a suggested thing." And it was just the rig of a gray squirrel in a completely gray gridded uh, like world that there was obviously no context to. And it was, oh, I finally got the squirrel to hold the gun. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, is this just some guy messing around or whatever? And then I'm seeing the video now where the squirrel has an Uzi. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> to that same extent. Okay. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. Can't wait to see it at PAX at some point. Because I want a plush squirrel with an Uzi. Yeah, I mean, that's got marketing written it's all free, over it. It's free money. Free real estate. Uh, going like by the... prolific leaker. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, just like in terms of like the modern advertising and uh, internet things, short videos, whatever. Yeah. Showing off a squirrel with an Uzi in a game, and people are going to be like, I want to give me, give, I'll give you money. No. You give me thing. Yeah. And it's the same way with. Uh, I don't remember her name now. Oh, TikTok person that I don't have TikTok, so I only see Twitter. Um, I don't know. I'm the, the farm girl with the emu. You don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. We before you leave, I need to send you away with a with a video. Oh, great. She is always like trying to do. Uh, What's the best way to describe this? Trying to do instructional videos and talk about like farm life and the creatures and you know they're they're TikToks, so they're short, quick things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has a, a bunch of emus. One of them specifically is named Emmanuel, and he just constantly will walk into the shot and like knock over the camera or whatever, and she just yell at him. And emus are brainless fucking morons, so she's yelling, and you just see him just kind of doing the whole like. <laughs> classic classic it's basically emus are assholes the same way that cats are assholes mm-hmm. hey stop that and then they just slowly look at you while they pat the thing off the top of the counter yeah yeah, yeah it's that exact thing classic classic uh okay according to jeff grubb in a recent book announcement star wars jedi survivor may be out in march of 2023 there's a new book star wars battle scars coming out uh then that will bridge the cap the gap between the two games and jeff grubb put out a tweet pointing that out and saying the game's coming out then too okay so also lines up with end of the year it's all i'm saying uh also also star wars battle scars terrible name Yes. You can't have that rhyme like that. Yeah. Star Wars, I got my battle scar. Like, what's just the fuck? Yeah. It's a little... I know Wars and Scars isn't one-to-one. Don't come after me. I'm not... It's a, also like... Not a lyricist. It's a little on the nose for Star Wars. Like, it's a little too, uh, you know, in your face. Well, because it also has the... I immediately take that to Anakin and Sand levels of cringy complaining. Let me show you my battle scars. <laughs> you want to know how I got these lightsaber scars? <laughs> <laughs> my father was Lord Vader. <laughs> and he hated sand. And one day, I took him to the beach. 
He picked up a she shell <laughs> and real threw deep. it in my face. Uh, leaked photos of a vault in Amazon's Fallout show look legit. They actually did look pretty good. They did. I was like, damn. This looks I was like, like, man, this writing's going to suck, but that looks good. <laughs> Didn't have to hit me with that real world right there. <laughs> so immediately, I just looked at it. I was like, this set is going to be so pretty, and the writing is going to be terrible. That's fair. And finally, Blizzard has announced that the Wrath of the Lich King Classic pre-patch will go live on August 30th. The 50% XP buff will remain for the duration of the pre-patch and will also apply to Death Knights. Was there any other WoW things? There's a leak. Rumored leak. I saw that. Of release dates, right? Of release dates. I don't remember what they were. November, I think, was. November 30th for Dragonflight. Which is the Monday after Thanksgiving. That which sounds right, right? Which, which sounds where I would expect it, but everybody's bitching because that means the raid might be over the holidays again, like it was for Castle Nathria in Shadowlands. Mm. And I don't give a shit, but it threw the entire community into pitting people against each other. Maybe and I, I, wow, Twitter has been insufferable since it happened. Why don't they just do that, but then postpone the, like, do the raid after the new year? Which I think is what probably will happen. Mm-hmm. If anything. Yeah. They'll either delay the expansion the two weeks to then still keep the normal four-week timetable, or they will just have a longer release before the raid. Yeah. Now, what does that say for everybody else? I don't know. I frankly don't give a shit. It, it It's going to come out? It's going to come out. I'm not... The first off, the top top end doesn't affect them. They're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. The funniest thing to me is the people that are complaining that are like nobody wants. It's like you guys can just not raid for a week. Like it's okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. And yeah. the top top end, it's not gonna affect anyway because they're gonna do it. Yeah. And then I'm watching the top end argue with a bunch of other people that are, I like I, I've lost my mind reading to it. I've basically stopped. Anytime I see a wow take, I just keep, I immediately keep scrolling. I'm not getting into it because it's stuff. Uh, People at the top, or what I would consider top players in quotes, people that are clearly in the minority by being in the top 5% of the game, are, nobody wants to raid over that, yeah, you know, it's a, and it's like, it, it it's a hobby, I'd rather spend time with my friends or whatever. It's like, if you're complaining, and you're in that percentage, it's not your hobby. Yeah. It is your job, and that is very different, and you need to take that. You need to like I I think a lot of people just need to reevaluate what it means to have it as a job and as a hobby. Yeah. Like no, those are two very different things. Oh, well it's my hobby. Homie, you're playing it 14 hours a day streaming on Twitch every single day and you're streaming wow. And in between times when you're waiting for a key or a raid or whatever, you might play another game, but like that's just to kill time until the next thing shows up. Like you are doing wow and you're streaming it like you're not me who where I play it a lot, but I have my day job. Mm-hmm. That's not the same category. <laughs> like, stop thinking like that. So there's there's just a lot of. I've lost my mind looking at it, and I've just I've now checked out. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, like there there is one specific person, and I'm not going to drop their name. There is one specific person that was one of my favorite people to both watch on Twitch. And like their 
you know, YouTube or whatever, usually it was all pretty good. But mainly I always just tuned into Twitch to to their Twitch. He, over the last three weeks, has become insufferable with just dumb take after dumb take after dumb take. And I can't tell if he's out of touch, if he's getting angry for some reason and that it's spilling over, if he's just trying to farm impressions and interactions on Twitter, because if he is, he's working, Mm -hmm. or if there's just something else going on that, like, whatever. Because it's all kind of out of nowhere where he's just throwing spicy takes around and just watching everybody yell in flames. And it's like, I, I just don't like what what is going on. Something's not right. You don't normally do this. Why are you freaking out? And I now and I'm just checked out now. Like I don't I literally haven't turned his stream on now because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm out. You're you're literally becoming out of touch and an idiot. And it's not that you're just becoming out of touch. When you're getting called out on how you're saying things. And they're like, you're being an ass about this. And you're not saying the typical, the whole thing. If I tell you you're being an ass, you don't get to say, no, I'm not. You go, oh, what I do. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. They're doubling down on their points. Of like, yeah. I'm not being an ass. You're being pedantic. And yada, yada. And it's like, all right, now you guys are just arguing like children on Twitter. Like the worst place you could argue. The worst place. Maybe it's uh, just... Uh, burnout. It might be, but then it's like, if it's burnout, man, just take the step away. You need just if you need to take that separation, just take it. I know it's hard for some people, but it's like, dude, just take, just do it. It'll be better. Trust me. Anyway, is that it? That's it. All right, cool. It's been seven days. Uh, I already know the answer. What you been up to? Not much. Finished <laughs> my uh, Pacific Theater trilogy. Oh, okay. All right. That was wild. Um, wild ending, I hear. <laughs> one, yeah. one, one nobody sees coming. Yeah. No, nah, it was good. It was interesting. It was fascinating. Um, yeah. Just, uh, it's about it. Work. Kids. Not, not plural. Kid. I was about to say, did I miss something? Um, watching the old anime. And uh, you know that's about it. Don't really, don't really got much else going on. What have you been up to? A uh, little game called WoW. Yeah, little, never heard s- of it. Small game. These indie, days, indie, these, indie game. These days, developed by an indie company. It seems. Um, basically, that some um, show played a little bit of Madden. Started Two Point Campus. Did the Madden thing by doing the old EA play move. Mm-hmm. Play play about, for like 10 hours, is it? Or? No, I did the pro one, so okay. I have the whole game. Um, but I'm just going to play that and then FIFA. Both get my get my feet wet, get the taste, you know, the old little bit of hit on the lips and call it a day. Got my fix. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, still the same game. Yep, still the same game. I got my fix. I only paid $30 for uh, what would technically be uh, 70 uh, like 100 and something odd dollars in games. Perfect. Done. Good move. Smart man. I got money moves over here, and the money is saving it. <laughs> and then Two Point Campus. Did you? That's not on Game Pass, right? Yes, it is on it Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. You bet your ass it's on Game Pass, and I'm still paying with for a dollar until the end of September. Woo! Wild. Ultimate. I love it. I don't think I've been. I feel like I haven't been charged for Game Pass in, like, forever. 
I haven't because I signed when I signed when I signed up. It was like three months for a dollar or whatever. Mm. Um, Maybe I'm still like I need to uninstall uh, Sniper Elite at this point because I, I there's a reality check that has now happened over the last two weeks. Or like we beat the campaign. We're never yeah, actually, yeah. we're never actually going back. I mean, would we like to? Yes. Realistically, will, will we? we? No, no, probably not. <laughs> it's just the sad truth of things. But we I mean, at least we know for next time, whenever Sniper Elite 6 comes out, or yeah. they'll be on probably a zombie. Yeah, it might be a new zombie one. We we can up the difficulty again. I feel like on zombie, we probably can't. No, zombie's hard. Yeah. Mostly because that's actually like actively being hunted by zombies. Yes. That's different. Uh, but yeah, on the next one, we can probably try to go to authentic. Or if they do what they did this time with all the, uh, the minuscule options that you can swap mm-hmm. in and out of. Like, okay, we go to custom tune everything up and then just turn off the couple things we don't want yeah yeah and yeah then it would be a lot of fun uh but yeah we i mean we played it on hard and it was all done we beat it so it's like all right yeah cool it's done i can say i can free back up that 80 something gigs yep what did i install recently forza i think i installed forza oh yeah we're going back uninstall it oh uninstall um oh making sp- space for snow runner no i mean i did it i i it's on game pass it is i I have it installed. I played it again the other day for a little bit, but yeah. Just get that feet wet with that 30 minute drive, 10 minutes down the yeah, road. Yeah, like something happened and it turned into a huge debacle. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, so, that's right. Oh, yeah. So it's no runner. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's how this works. <laughs> I remember this game is being so peaceful. Ah, oh, this fucking tree. I think what it was was I, no, I was, I fell through like a frozen lake. Like I came, like. You fell through a frozen lake? Yeah, they have these frozen lakes now in some of these regions that like the ice will collapse and you basically you sink in. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, so I had to struggle with that for a while. And I was like, oh, was yeah. it like a load thing where if you were just lighter, you wouldn't have sank? Or is it I time, don't know. time on the lake? It's kind of tires. like a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because uh-huh. you have to go that way. And the things that you're moving requires a certain size truck, a.k.a. a fucking monster truck. Ah, interesting. So, like, you're, they, you're screwed. You have to. You have to, you have to fall into the lake basically and then try to like claw yourself out. And it's just like you're sitting there. It literally took me, it was a classic snow runner, something I thought was going to take me 20 minutes and ended up being like an hour and a half and I didn't even fucking finish it. <laughs> you know, it's just like, ah, oh, my so- favorite, my favorite classic snow runner in and out five minutes. Yeah. Three years later, I'm still at the bottom of this damn yeah. lake. I I follow the uh, subreddit on uh, just because of like it's just it's great like it's you you get people post the photos of just like their ridiculous situation and everyone's like ah yeah like <laughs> been there <laughs> it's basically if you post your situation it's a bunch of dudes that pulled over on the side of the road now watching you fix your situation and every time a new person shows up they just hand him a beer out of the cooler yeah and they're just sitting in chairs in the trees like. Oh man, he's gonna try to turn left here. Psychopath. Yep. See what happens. He's gonna now he doesn't have enough range. He's hitting that tree. Yeah, that's basically what it is. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a group of shared misery of like hey, he's not mm-hmm. making that. So speaking of large vehicles, mm-hmm. why not? We'll have a story time before we end. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been over toward. I know. I know you kind of went over that towards the, my place of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming you went in the front. And to say that is to come off of 49 and take, like, the main way in. Yeah. Um, and using the back way, they, off of 365, 
they did some construction where it used to just be a turn. Now they've put a, an actual light. Okay. In order to get in there. I think because they were having tractor trailers and it was it was just a whole nightmare to not have a light there anyway. Okay. So they made a light. And in making a light, they also did a tractor trailer stop line where you should stop before the light. So that way so they could turn. So that way, yeah, if a tractor trailer is turning on, you're not so far up that you're going to get clipped by the trailer coming around. Yes. That being said, that's not relevant to this story. What's relevant to this story is leaving to go onto the to pull off of the part of the T onto the other part of the T. I know that makes horror to the bottom of the T to the top of the T. Okay. The guy's turning right off the tractor trailer in front of me, turning right off the bottom of the T into the top of the T. So he's going to have to go out into the second lane and mm-hmm. come back. Cause there's no, yeah, it's you, not... you got to swing a big rig. Yeah. And he's driving a, an oversized load rig, mm-hmm. not no load, just, the, just the trailer. Yeah. But obviously, there's not much that you can really swing extra. Mm-hmm. And there are two cars sitting at that light. There is a gap of probably five feet between the two cars. I okay. can't see behind them after that. Yeah. And I'm just watching this whole thing because he gets the green light and he starts to make the swing. And he knows he's not making it. So he stops. Yeah. But in his stopping, he can't do anything else. He needs to finish this. So he's now waiting for them to back up. Right. And so they back up. Okay. Now, this is the fun part. There's still always like a five-foot gap between the two cars. Yeah. Why the first car doesn't just go get closer to the second car, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't happen. Yeah. So they both back up about three feet. Which is not enough. Not even close. No. He he doesn't even get half of a turn of a wheel forward. Yeah, you need to, you need like two car lines. At least. Mm-hmm. They back up a little bit more. He just turns enough again. And I can only picture him going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> back the fuck up. Because I'm watching this in the background going, those two people are morons. And I can't tell if there's anybody behind them. Like I yeah. can't tell if there's a third or fourth caller involved at all. Yeah. Because I mean, the more cars, yeah, a car, it's it's not sure, a, the worst it's not it a multiplier. It's a, it's exponential at yeah. this point. It's it, and it's the worst it gets. Yeah, because at a certain point, depending on how far the cars are backed up, you get to the guy twentieth on the road. Doesn't know why he's backing up, mm-hmm. and he's just I can't see. What yeah, the and he just is like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, and then it's now becomes a whole issue. Um, but they keep moving backwards at a two foot clip. And it's it's literally <laughs> the two of them go back a little bit, and he goes for You, you can barely bit. hear his air brakes even release, and he goes, eh, and then he looks at them again, and they go back a little bit more, and then he looks at them again, and, they, and it's just that to the point where the light changes twice, and I'm just there like any any boy is gonna be great. It'd be great <laughs> if you guys could figure this out at any point. I wanted to. It, it would have been funny. I would have had more than enough time to do it too. Put my car in park, run over to the other two, and just. Give them a backup sign. And be yeah. like, go, go, get, go, go, You got to yeah. get way back. And then just go get back in my car because like, I'm sick of this. By the time he was able to fully clear the intersection, I had the green again and was able to leave. <laughs> Jesus. It just blows my mind how like unaware people are of like how things function. How, how basic that like how things just work. It's like, if my man tries to make that corner without going wide, 
He's taken out that pole, that tree, and, that And you cord. guarantee, I guarantee you the whole time they, the drivers had this look on their face, the drivers of the, the cars had a look on their face being like, that's not enough. You can't make that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, motherfucker, you get in that truck and see how it drives. Either a mix of that or why do I have to keep backing up? Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you swing so wide? It's just like, are you? That truck weighs like fucking tens of thousands of pounds. Probably has 18 goddamn gears. Yeah, like, it's the same way. Two transmissions. Same way, while we're on the whole thing. Obviously, there's a bunch of traffic circles, right? Yeah. Same way that oh you do God. not. I can't even imagine. You do not go on the left side of a tractor trailer in a track in, in, in a traffic circle. No. Because even if they are in the right lane going into a circle, you cannot guarantee they are getting off immediately and they are going to use both lanes in that circle. Yeah. Once they go in that circle, oh, it is theirs. Yeah. You are now, I get behind the truck and see what happens territory. I think the Rome, the those traffic circles have the same issue the ones do by me, where they're just like, they're used fairly frequently by tractor trailers. Yes. And I don't understand why they made the radius on them so small. Like, they need to be like twice the size that they are. Yeah. Honestly, I just wanted to put the entire place in one big traffic circle, a la the one in Syracuse. Oh, yeah. like Just the yeah. whole thing is a traffic yeah. circle. Once you get on, you're doing about a two-mile lap before you can get back off. Uh, that thing fucks me up sometimes. Because I, ha- I always get to it at night. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> it was that one. Shit. <laughs> Every goddamn time, <laughs> son of a bitch. Always my favorite. It's the same thing on the throughway. I mean, I, luckily, well, it's on the throughway sometimes. Depends on where I am. But like, if you're in Syracuse, you get usually get a couple right back to back. Yeah, so you'd be like, it was that one. <sighs> <sighs> Shit, next one's in a mile. <laughs> uh, Got to backtrack a little bit. Oh man. Good or stuff. or the old going to somebody's house for the first time. Mm-hmm. You go by it, and you're driving down like Main Street, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've passed it. What? I pa- oh, <laughs> I didn't even see a sign. Uh, <laughs> or the I think it's the old Dane Cook joke or Todd. I think it's Dane Cook. If you hit the railroad tracks, you've gone too far. Ba-doom. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's like right when you read it is when you hit that, and then just ah. Uh. All right, but that's all Classic. I got. Anything else? I'm good. All right, perfect. Then we wrap it up, and we will see you in seven days. Little League World Series is on. Go watch it. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.